If you're about to get started with Ableton Live or just started, I have seven tips that if you apply these, you'll learn Ableton Live as quickly as possible and have the best possible experience starting. So before you watch that YouTube tutorial, listen to this episode of Behind the Space Bar. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Space Bar. This is the podcast for anyone that performs on stage with Ableton Live. Whether you are a playback tech, a live looping artist, a solo artist, a worship leader, whoever you are, you're in the right place if you use or want to use Ableton Live on stage. Today's podcast, I want to focus and gear it primarily towards people just getting started with Ableton Live. This is going to be a quicker episode. I've got seven tips I want to share. My goal is to hit it in about seven to 10 minutes. So even if you've used Ableton Live for a while, still listen to this episode because um, episode six and seven, you may not have done. Uh, uh, tip six and seven, you may not have done, and they will really, really help. Okay. So uh, let's dive in. Let's get started. Tip number one is start with Ableton Live light or intro. Here's the reason I say that. Uh, I, I get questions all the time. In fact, about two weeks ago, or this was around Christmas time. So as I'm recording this about four weeks ago, um, a, a former boss of mine, good friend of mine called me and said, hey, we want to purchase Ableton Live for someone. Which version do we buy? And I've got a couple different tutorials that I've already created on this, um, but it, it can be a really difficult question. You know, you go to Ableton site, you look at the different versions, intro, standard, sweet, uh, and you're looking at the options here and you're going, sweet, man, it would be really nice to have all the, the key features 17 software instruments sounds better than four software instruments so why do i say start with intro well intro is the lowest cost version and even better than intro is light and i've talked about this before again i'll link to these tutorials but if you happen to be purchasing a midi controller and audio interface it's very likely that there'll be a free version of ableton included in that called ableton live light start with that because i know some people that hate ableton live only because of the way it looks they hate Ableton Live only because of the workflow. And I don't want you to go spend uh, all the money that it costs to purchase Ableton Live Suite to find out that it just isn't for you. Instead of that, use the free version of Ableton, Ableton Live Lite. Use the uh, less than $100 version of Ableton, Ableton Intro to get started to see if it's for you, to see if you speak the same language that that software speaks, if you really like it. Then if so, then you can look at upgrading later down the road. But for now, get started with Ableton Live uh, Lite and Intro. And in fact, that's the most uh, inexpensive way to purchase Ableton is to start on one of those and then to upgrade your way through to success. Okay, number two, this one is super important. Start with a specific goal, uh, kind of an end goal in mind, and I want you to work towards that. So start with a specific goal and work towards that. What do I mean by that? Don't just purchase Ableton Live. Purchase Ableton Live so that you can run tracks. Purchase Ableton Live so that you can create a live looping setup. Purchase Ableton Live so that you can start to use uh, soft synth and virtual instruments on stage. Purchase Ableton Live so that you can multi-track record your band. Purchase Ableton Live so you can use it as a tool to capture uh, and, and write songs with. Purchase Ableton Live so you can produce original music. Start with some sort of goal because that's gonna shape the types of things you need to learn. And starting with that goal and, and, and working towards it is gonna make it a lot more successful than just this very kind of open-ended, uh, I wanna learn Ableton Live. If you just have the goal of learning Ableton Live, I think you're gonna give up pretty quickly or you're gonna give up as soon as you hit your first roadblock. The first time you try to warp a track in Ableton Live, you're gonna go, man, why am I doing this? I'm gonna go back to Pro Tools. Well, you're a wise person, so you're definitely not gonna go back to Pro Tools, but I, I'm gonna leave Ableton I'm gonna start using this software. I'm gonna go back to that software. But if you have that end goal in mind, uh, was it um, 
uh, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He says, start with the end in mind. I believe that's habit number one. Uh, probably one of the habits is remember the other six habits, and I can't remember those right now, so I'm not a highly successful person. But Seven ha Habits of Highly Successful People, start with the end in mind. Where do I want to go with this? Visualize that, picture that, and work towards it. Number three, learn how to read the map. Now that sounds like something that should be one of the seven habits of highly effective people, but here's what I mean by that when I say uh, start with the map. Um, look at Ableton Live, look at the interface of Ableton Live, and I want you to learn the landmarks, okay? I often talk about learning software, really learning any new skills like going on a road trip. And as you go on the road trip, the very first time you make the road trip, Everything feels foreign. Everything is, is brand new. You've never done it before. Uh, we, as a family, just moved to a, a, a new place that I've you know, visited before, uh, but moved to a town I've never been to before um, uh, over the past year. And, and as we moved the first uh, you know, visit here, we're like, what is this town? Where do we go? Where are all the shops? Where are the things? Where do we go to buy groceries? Um, but now being here for even less than a year, I mean, uh, less than six months at this point as I'm recording this, it's starting to feel like home. The reason it's starting to feel like home is I'm learning the landmarks. I'm learning to read the map. I'm learning to navigate. Here's what I mean in Ableton Live. Just learn the main landmarks. This is really easy. What I would suggest is break this up into parts. Every single kind of button here, learn what this is up here, learn this middle bit, learn the top right, learn the sides. What are these buttons? What does it do? Uh, what are these different bits of the track? You know, these different tracks here, what are these? press tab, go over to arrangement view. What's this button? How do I get to sounds in here? Um, uh, you can really see the interface. There's not a whole lot to the Ableton Live interface, which is why I particularly enjoy it and why I enjoy working in Ableton over other programs. There's really session view, arrangement view, uh, preferences, we have clip view. Um, start to learn to read the map, right? Start to learn the landmarks. And if you can just start to internalize those, you know, as my kids are learning math, you have to learn math facts. You have to learn, uh, you know, basic addition and then subtraction, which then leads to multiplication and division. And you learn those things so that you can then eventually do all the really complex stuff. So yes, we do want you to learn how to use Ableton in a live looping situation for running tracks with your band for this and for that. But before we get to that, you gotta just learn where the play button is, right? So where the heck is the play button? Learn where that is and what it does. Now, how do we do that? Here's uh, three really helpful tips that are gonna help you figure that out. So number four, this is the most important, uh, one of the most important tips I think when it comes to getting started with Ableton Live. I still use this all the time. I use this every single Ableton Live update. So from nine to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 11.1, 11.1 to 11.2, so on and so forth. I open this up and use that, and that is called InfoView. Here's how InfoView works. This is life-changing. Um, so Ableton updated uh, not too long ago and had this button here. What the heck is this button? Well, look in the bottom left-hand corner of live screen. If you don't see it, click this button right here. This is called InfoView, okay? InfoView is actually going to tell you what InfoView does, okay? So the InfoView provides a brief description of the user interface element that the mouse is currently over. Here's what's really nice is at the bottom left-hand corner, at the bottom of this description, you'll also see keyboard shortcuts for this. So if I press a uh, question mark, that's going to show and hide InfoView. And so what you can technically do here, and this is a really cool tip, let's go back to Ableton Live. What the heck is this button that we had here? So let's hide InfoView. I can put my mouse over this button and I can press question mark. 
and that's going to open up InfoView. And it's gonna tell me if you look in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen here, capture MIDI, click here to capture the MIDI notes you just played. That's super, super helpful. Um, let's find one that has a keyboard shortcut. This is a, a nice one. You see this, you're gonna guess it's, it's loop, right? Okay, so there's loop, we could see that. We could see punch in, punch out. Uh, let's go over here to the right. Um, this is a, a big one, key, okay? I'm gonna figure out what key is by looking at this in InfoView. But even more importantly than that, I'm gonna to go to the bottom left-hand corner of this and it's gonna say Command Key. And, and what's nice, this is contextualized to your environment. So if you're on Windows, it's gonna be Control K. If you're on uh, Mac, it's gonna be Command K. It's, it's gonna tell you what the keyboard shortcut is, what that feature does. So InfoView is huge. If, if you wanna learn the landmarks, if you wanna to learn to read the map, InfoView is absolutely essential. So I leave InfoView open almost all the time. It's not gonna hurt me, it doesn't get in the way. If I'm uh, running and I'm like in the mode to run playback for a show, then yeah, for sure. I'll definitely close it then. I'll close detail view most likely. I'll close my browser and get the screen kind of customized the way I want it. But for the majority of the time, I leave info view open. And like I mentioned, definitely between upgrades and updates of Ableton, I 100% leave it open. Okay, uh, I've got two other ways you can really quickly learn to read the map. Uh, and then like I mentioned teased at the beginning, there's two things that even those of you that are more advanced with Ableton Live probably have not done that will be really beneficial and helpful. But I'll share those in just a moment. Before I get to that, I wanna ask you to consider subscribing. If you're watching on YouTube, then hit the subscribe button, enable the bell icon. I post a brand new episode of Behind the Space where every single Monday. And again, if you're the type of person that likes performing on stage with Ableton Live, hopes to perform on stage with Ableton Live, this is the podcast in place for you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, then you can like, uh, like, you can rate, you can subscribe, all those sorts of things. And the third thing that is really, really huge that will help grow this podcast, help me, is just share this with someone that you think would enjoy it. If you're someone that has been using Ableton for a while and you have someone that's just getting started, share this with them because it will help. Uh, thanks so much for watching, for listening. Okay, let's get back to it. So number five, use Ableton's built-in tutorials. Not a lot of people know about this, but this is huge. So I'm gonna go to help. Okay, so in Ableton Live, I'm going up here to help, and I'm gonna to go to help view. Okay, help view is life-changing, it is life-altering. Um, it's gonna allow you to see built-in tutorials that are built into Ableton Live. Um, what I would suggest doing once you go into help view is scroll all the way to the bottom, go to show all built-in lessons. You're gonna see all the included built-in lessons in Ableton Live. Uh, for example, if you're brand new to Live, a tour of Live, let's click that. It's gonna give you a, a walkthrough of all the features and it's gonna say, okay, click here to load the Live set. You can click here and it's gonna load a Live set that you can use and, and work with alongside of and as you're working through this tutorial. Um, this, I think, is a much better way to learn how to use Ableton Live than to watch a YouTube tutorial of someone who knows, uh, that, that's walking through this, and who knows how well that person actually knows Ableton Live. I've watched so many tutorials, uh, and, and maybe this doesn't bug you, but I've watched so many tutorials where someone's in arrangement view, and they go, okay, so I'm in session view here, I'm gonna press the tab, and I'm gonna go over to clip view. And I'm watching going, no, buddy, you were in arrangement view and now you're in session view. That may not bother you, that may not inhibit you or, or hold you back from learning how to use Ableton Live, but learn how to do it the right way. And so built-in lessons, using Ableton's built-in help view is, is massive. And so you could see, again, see all those tutorials there. So if I do help, help view, um, you could see kind of the new stuff, learn what's new and in the software you can click through and it's gonna take you through the devices. So much really good stuff. Uh, and the built-in um, uh, tutorials and lessons in Ableton Live. Okay, number six, 
This was the very first episode of this podcast. I called it RTFM, uh, read the blanking manual. Um, one of the most important things you can do. In fact, I think possibly the biggest thing that will help you actually learn how to use Ableton Live is to read Live's manual. Here's how you get to it. If you're, you're um, watching on YouTube, you can see this. I'll also talk it through for you on the podcast here. Go up to the help menu, go to read the live manual, and it's gonna open up in preview, Adobe, you know, whatever you use for PDF stuff. And you can actually read the manual on your computer. Use the find feature of whatever PDF preview thing you're using, uh, Reverb. You can search and you'll find Reverb, search right to it, figure out how to use hybrid Reverb. Um, I, I get comments from people all the time that will watch like a tutorial I, I've created, and they go, this tutorial should have been a minute long, blah, blah, blah. And when I'm having good days, you know, I say, hey, thanks for watching, appreciate, you know, glad you're here. When I'm having a bad day, I wanna comment and say, well, if you would've just read the manual, it would take you 10 seconds. Um, I love YouTube tutorials. I, I create YouTube tutorials for a living, or that's a piece of what I do. I create training content for people to learn how to use Ableton Live. That's my job, that is my full job, that's what I do. But the best way to learn Ableton Live is to read the manual. Again, if you've been using Live for a while, I can almost guarantee you haven't done this. Uh, read the entire manual from front to back. If you're someone that tends to not like reading electronic stuff like me, then uh, download the PDF and go to, to FedEx or Kinko's or whatever the local office place is and print it out, even have them bind it. Uh, you may be able to still buy a physical manual from Ableton. You used to on their store. I don't know if you still can or not. But the way I started learning Ableton Live, in fact, it's probably back there on the bookshelf somewhere. I should look and see if I can find it. But I had, I believe, Ableton Live 6, the, the manual. Uh, it, it was the, the full version. And man, that thing was worn out. I've got sticky notes all over it, highlights all over it. And that's how I learned uh, Ableton Live. That's how I understood warping uh, so that I could have success in using Ableton Live. So reading the manual RTFM is super important. I'll link to that episode of the podcast again, very first episode of Behind the Spacebar, which is fun. Number seven, final tip here. I've gone a little longer than I promised, which is always the case. Um, those YouTube commenters are right. It, it should be shorter, but who cares? I'm making the video so I could do what I want. Number seven, this is something I can almost guarantee everyone watching this has never done. Book a session with an Ableton Live certified trainer. Um, you can subscribe to From Studio to Stage. I would highly suggest you do that. Uh, you could watch YouTube tutorials. I think that's gonna be really helpful and beneficial. But something that will catapult your success, that will, will leapfrog you past everyone else, that will get you going really, really quickly, is once you get a little bit of Ableton basics, start capturing questions. How do I do this? Why is it this way? Why, when I drag my audio file in, does it change tempo? Why, when I drag one Ableton set to another Ableton set, do I not have locators? Build a list of questions and book a session with an Ableton Live certified trainer. I'll put the link to all the certified trainers. Also put links to where you can book a session with me. Uh, at the time of recording this, I do 15 minute sessions. I do hour long sessions. From studio to stage subscribers actually get a discount on that hour long session as well too. And, and the sessions that are most successful with students that um, that I work with are not people that, uh, that that book a session and just say, show me how to run tracks in Ableton Live. Because I only have an hour, I only have 15 minutes with you. There's only so much we can do. The most successful sessions I have with people are go, I'm looking to run tracks in Ableton Live and I have 15 questions I wanna ask you. And it's just rapid fire, one after another. How do I do this? How do I do that? And at some point in the conversation, a bell goes off for them, a light goes off for them, and they go, oh, that's it. 
or yeah, that's right. You're heading me, uh, pointing me in the right direction or, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Does this make sense to you? So it's well worth the money to book a session with an Ableton Live certified trainer, someone that Ableton has said, um, uh, this person knows what they're talking about. They can teach well, they know multiple context, uh, of, of how Ableton Live is used. It's going to be of great benefit to you. So that's seven tips that I hope to do in seven to 10 minutes that now we're looking at 16 minutes that will help you get up and running. If you're just getting started with Ableton Live again, if you know someone that could benefit from this, share the link to this podcast episode, either on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you watch or listen. And again, if you're listening on one of those podcast platforms, do me a favor, give us a rating, a review, share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, enable the bell icon because I don't want you to miss out. Brand new episodes of Behind the Space were on Mondays, brand new tutorials on Fridays. I will see you next week here on Behind the Space Park. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. Bye.